Welcome, our virtual water cooler friends, to the 28th episode of Into the Filmverse. What is Into the Filmverse, you ask? Well, that's a great question. It's a movie fan podcast covering all types of film content, including movie news, new releases, and a variety of past releases. I'm Mitchell Chandler. And I'm Bryce Payne. And today, we are discussing breaking film news, various content we watch throughout the week, and the 1980s classic romance film, Can't Buy Me Love. If you want to see our reviews for the films we talk about today or get our thoughts on other movies, be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers. You can find me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews, and Mitch is spelled with a Y, so that's M-Y-T-C-H. And you can find me, Bryce Payne, at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. Before we dive into our weekly movie watches, we're going to go off the top with some recent movie news. And as we like to do, uh, we're going to talk about Falcon Winter Soldier, the newest episode, uh, that would be episode 5, so if you haven't seen that, um, just skip ahead a few minutes and... Uh, and to avoid some spoilers. So, Bryce, what did you think of episode five? I know you just got done watching it here this evening. I know. I was really behind. You were a little behind. It's almost almost episode six now. Two finale. days till the finale. Let's go. <laughs> As a record. I mean, by the time people hear this, she's like, it's over. All the shit's already going to be known. But Exactly. You'll get our reactions next week. You'll get our reactions to the finale next week. No, I thought, I thought this episode was pretty cool. I mean, I will say it doesn't have much in the sense of like building onto what I've already known. Sure. Like I, I don't mean to say that. I mean it's more like like you told me. Like it's more like Falcon coming to grips with like, all right, I'm gonna become Captain America. Yeah, that's what this whole uh, series, at least this episode, really just wrapped around my head around that it was just about Sam deciding that he, he can and will be Captain America. I um, I will I will point out the fight scene at the very beginning. Fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, they broke uh, Party City Cap's arm and then. Dude, just... that shit had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And like, he's in there and like, he's like the shield over Falcon. Like, he's going to kill him. He's like, I am Captain America. I'm like, oh my fucking God, this no, fucking dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, Honestly. And then like, they broke his arm. And then like, the one thing where I was like, oh shit, yeah. is when Bucky picked him up and was like spinning him and Falcon came in and drop kicked him. Yeah, and like, was I was smooth. like, that dude's fucking back is broken. Like, I don't, like that fucking hurts. It was like, cold. It was cold. Uh, one of the most memorable parts of this episode, and I think one people are going to be talking about a lot. There's a couple things. First off, uh, Zemo getting taken away by the Wakandans. Sure, going to the raft. Sure, he'll, he'll be there for a total of five minutes. Um, but that, that, that scene is very monumental for Bucky as a character. He's learning to let go. Okay, yeah, of course. Because you see him like drop the bullet. He, he had the bullets with him. And you see him drop them and just be like, I'm above this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're taking the hero. Very, very reminiscent of like T'Challa at the end of Civil War, being like, "You will have let vengeance consume you. Yeah. I will not let it consume me." That's a good point. I like that. <laughs> it's like fucking parallel there. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> um, another one of my favorite scenes is Isaiah Bradley talking to Cap. Yes, I love it. Too. I, I call Cap, but like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's pretty much Captain. <laughs> he's Captain America, America but Falcon. I mean, he, he talks to Sam, Sam, and he's like. They will never let a black man become Captain America. And, like, you can see in Sam's face that he doesn't want to accept that. Yeah, he's exactly. Like, he t- he's told him straight up. He's like, I used to be you. And they will never let a black man be Captain America. And then Sam's face looks like them, looks at him like, you want to fucking bet? <laughs> no, I mean, I really think he was taking it heart to heart because he's like, because everything he's led to believe in and the America he's grown up in, you know, that well, yeah, is you, a possibility. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a veteran who, like, helped disabled vets and everything. And then he sees this veteran. Who was abused? But and he understands. Fucked because, up for thirty years. Honestly, it's it's a brilliant. It's just something that I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected to see in a in a Marvel not Marvel or comic book. You know, just something so real and authentic and just true to, you know, just ref, uh, ref, so reflective on society. It's it's what the comic books were built off of. But it, just as far as like seeing it actually happen in front of you on a screen is just, you know, it's just kind of like 
wow, they they really are saying something here. I I love it. Yeah, I, I also I really like the parallels between John Walker and Isaiah Bradley because they're both they're both vets, right? But the only difference is one of them is white. Yeah, and like you can see how like being abused by the system has fucked his <laughs> fucked like. He's, yeah, yeah up. And, and I like and I like that because he's talking with Sarah later, and you could see uh, Sam is talking with Sarah later, his sister, and he's like, "Look, I understand, and I appreciate what what uh, Isaiah went through, but I can't let that define me." You know what I'm saying? He's like, "Well, well not even that, that define me, but he's saying if I let all of that uh, influence, you know what? Oh, I'm trying to say is <laughs> like the sacrifices that they made. What?" Would that have been for if he doesn't take up if he doesn't take up the mantle? He didn't say that specifically, but that was implied. He was taking the mantle, Captain America. Uh, I'm also I love the scenes with Bucky helping him build the boat. Yep, that was <laughs> that was very just like bromance. I love that. It's like they they they're they're I don't want to call them best friends, but they're the closest the people are right now in the Avengers family. You know, other than you know Guardians, but they don't count. Two uh, like small scenes that are you know small snippets in this in this uh, episode that made me really just like sniffle up a little bit. Is when the kids are playing, you know, um, Sarah's they're, they're playing with the shield. They're playing with the shield, and then the second one is when the other kid is is like you know touching the shield, looking up to Uncle Sam, and like to me that was just I don't know. It, man. It's I like was, it's like when it um it's like when Black Panther's movie came out, mm-hmm. and you had all the like African American kids like suddenly had like a superhero to look up to, and like all the fucking like the murals and shit where they show like the pictures of the kids like looking at the mural, like the right. black man Black Panther mask on. Yeah, role model, man. So when and he's like, when he's sitting there looking it up at his uncle, and his like smile is that huge fucking grin, and you know that Sam's looking at it like, yeah, this is the right thing to do. Yep, <laughs> exactly. That's that's powerful, man. It is powerful. powerful, Very image. powerful. Uh, I love it, and obviously we didn't get to see the suit this time. I'm in but fucking hyped for the suit. I was like, when the scene was happening, I was like, they're not going to show us the suit till next episode. I'm, I'm waking up. It. I'm waking up to see it at like two a.m. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna get up and I, I gotta watch it. I am so excited to see the wings. And everything and see like the stuff that Sam can do with the shield while he's flying around. I'm so high, bro. I'm so because <laughs> we thought Cap was really good with his agile, but now he's got the sky. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't have super soul. He doesn't have the super serum, but he has the sky, and I think that's all that matters. So that'll be fun. I have the high see. ground. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that I mean that was uh, episode five of Falcon Winter Soldier. Lots of fun. Super looking forward to the finale. I'm sure most of you guys have probably seen it by now, but uh, otherwise, check in next week so we can we can talk about that. Um, some other fun news here um, in the world of Marvel. Alfred Molina uh, was confirmed that he is coming back as Doc Ock in the new Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, he's so lucky this is a Sony production and not Marvel because Marvel would have sent like somebody over there to assassinate him. Oh, I know. He's like, Marvel. yeah, I mean, it's it's like the worst kept secret in Hollywood that I'm in this film. But he kind of like just kind of like laid it out for everybody that a I mean, OK, so this we got to remember that what he said is that this was based on early conversations with the director of No Way Home. But the whole idea is that he's gonna pick up right out as he fell in the water in Spider-Man Two. Okay, but you got you gotta love this though because we also have we had Electro, like um, yep. J- Jim James Fox, Jimmy Fox, Jamie Fox. Was like James Jane Jane. What the fuck is his name? <laughs> no, it's Fox. <laughs> Jamie Fox confirmed his Electro. He's and coming back. Yeah, you have all those rumors circulating online about like Green Goblin and then like fucking Killer Croc. I'm starting to think, well, Willem Dafoe. Green Goblin, that's a rumor going around. If they like if they're pulling like one villain from each Spider Man movie. Uh, I'm pretty sure Killer Croc's from Batman. Oh Killer Croc. Oh, the Lizard. The Lizard. I mean the same fucking character. I mean they really are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we got um the Lizard and like fucking Green Goblins like rumored and 
I, I heard rumors about Topher Grace possibly coming back for oh a cameo as Venom. I was like, what the fuck is happening in this film? Like, are they? I mean, it's a multiverse of madness. They're, so who they're knows? just like looking at like, hey, do you remember that movie that no one liked, Amazing Spider-Man Two? Yeah, we could fix that character, that villain. We can make him better. You know, okay. Here's <laughs> here's what I like about this though is that it's kind of like validating all those other films because you know a lot of people say, well, I like this Spider-Man better than this Spider-Man, but they're all in the same universe. Yeah, now, now, so it now they're matter. like now like. Yeah, you know our ticket sales weren't that great for Amazing Spider-Man 2? Well, now you got to fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Go back and watch them. So that's, I, that's I will, awesome. I will say I'm super excited because the rumors are true about uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming into the second act. Man, there's not... there. Uh, okay, but here's the thing. If we gonna, we if know gonna... Andrew Garfield. We saw the links, the, the merch that they gave at the end of the production of the film true. that had Andrew Garfield's suit. The only thing we don't fucking have confirmed is Tobey Maguire. <laughs> okay, but they're not going to have the, the villains from the other two ones and not have... Like, that would be the biggest tease in the world and people would be pissed off. <laughs> He's just... They're just like, are you coming? Dr. Strange's like, you coming? He's like, nah, bro, I'm retired. <laughs> just fucking leave. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If, if the other two Spider-Men are in this film, I'm going to be, be kind of mad. Like, because there's no way you, you have all these rumors this whole time. And I, I don't have expectations for films like a lot of times, but I will for this one. Like, because I try, like, I actually like specifically try not to have expectations when I go into films. But I on this specifically, I will because there's been so many rumors and like t- it's been talked about for almost, you know, a year or two. Plus, they had confirmed Jamie Foxx as Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2, and they've confirmed that Alfred Molina is the same Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2, uh, in, in that being... Uh, There's too many Trouble coincidences Wars. for it not to be true at this point. Yeah, I mean, if they're not in there, and they just and they just have the villains from these universes, I'm going to be pissed. Like, I'm just... I'm, I'm going to be a little mad. Uh, and and I know we're not going to touch on this, because we're kind of confused about how this whole distribution... Oh my god, I can't... Distribution? Fucking, yeah, that word. How that rights are working, but Sony struck a deal with Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely talk for, about this for the Marvel when I get films. The, right, exactly. I mean, they yeah, I mean, so Sony had made a deal with Netflix, but then they also just made a deal with Disney Plus about some like I think there's like some sort of like it. Uh, see, honestly, I'm still not even sure. It's so but, confusing because it's like Netflix gets the films after nine months after the th- plus, theatrical I, release. I think they get the first option to buy films if Sony wants to make them for. Uh, theater for for streaming only. Now, see what I what know. I would be okay with is if Sony made a deal with Disney Plus to be like you can have our Marvel films. Yeah, that's why that but, makes sense, and that that would make sense in my mind because if they're gonna make no like No Way Home, but it was other pieces a, a, a multivert, like, you know, but the, right, big, no, the big one, Spider Man. Let's just be honest. Oh, well, no, MCU. I know. <laughs> no, no, I know, but my whole point was like. No, and you're right with like the multiverse. Like it would if the multiverse sense. thing, then they need yeah. to have then if people want to have the complete story for No Way Home. And they haven't seen like the original Spider-Man trilogy, or they made Spider-Man two, and if Venom somehow Morbius, connected due to maybe. Morbius, and they need to have this distribution deal, otherwise people are just going to be like, "What the fuck is happening?" <laughs> Especially yeah. younger people, because you got to think the MCU is over thirteen years old. Well, now, no, you know? see, and that would like, make sense. That would make sense if it was just strictly for like the Marvel pieces, but it seems like it's more than that, and that's why it's like I don't know what's going on with that. But I, I'm going to focus on the Marvel because that's like what I care about, and I don't understand oh, well, sure. shit else. But I could see them being like, "You guys can have distribution rights for like Spider-Man one, two, three, Ms. Spider-Man one, two, Venom, Morbius." That way, it all it's all in one place for to the see, ultimate MCU experience. I'll be interested to see the uh, PlayStation production ones where those go. That's fair. I, like, I'm just get, interested to see how a movie from 2001, you know, Spider-Man, is going to be relevant to the shit happening it's in the dope. MCU now. It's awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> and, and it's like, you remember that movie you liked as a kid in 2004? You know, that really cool Spider-Man 2 with uh, Doc Ogg and shit? Yeah, now, now it's relevant again. You're just like, what? 
It's like, Bro, we love it. It's not, but it's not like, main, but now it's like, oh shit, it's coming back. Avengers Endgame fucked. Like, if that, if that happened, man, this is about to pop off. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> you, we all thought Endgame was the biggest event in history. And then they're like, Sony's over here. Spider-Man in one film, three Peter Parkers from all across generations of, of loving Spider-Man. Yo, this shit is about to go so, ham. Sony's like, we can do better. <laughs> Yo, they don't even know. They and then, don't and then if they, and then they like bring in like the other like I know they're thinking about the Silk movie Dude. and like that the Spider Verse is coming. The Spider Verse is some fucking thing. The MCU is gonna get buried. Not, <laughs> not only is this is the, there's three Spider Man right, which which crazy, but not only that, but it's coming off the heels of, of not people not going into theaters right, and and you we just saw that Godzilla versus Kong. Dude, we went to my wife and I went to the theater like two days ago to go right. see Voyagers. We'll talk about that later, but like the fucking place is packed. Yeah, that's like, I was point. driving up and I was like, oh, they say movie theaters are dead, huh? <laughs> like, Get this. Okay, so the, the last uh, Godzilla, whatever the last Godzilla vs. Kong film was, I know it was like, I think it was a Kong or it was a Godzilla. I don't King know. King of Other, Monsters. King of Monsters. That film, I think, made 300 something million dollars in theaters by the, time, by the time it was done in its theatrical window. Godzilla vs. Kong just crossed 400 million dollars. <laughs> And that is with, and that is with you could see it at home on HBO Max. That's with it, with it being limited capacity in theaters, and not all theaters are open around the around the world. Theaters going to live, bro. I'm just this saying, just proves people that are like trying the, to get back. The biggest issue with the theaters having their money problems is the fact that the distributors, like the studios and shit, weren't releasing their stuff. Right, they're like mean, postpone, postpone. I get postpone. it. Postpone, and then gonna... Universal's over here, or is it Warner Brothers? Warner, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers over here, like Godzilla vs Kong theater release, and everyone's like, "Oh shit, a good movie? Fuck!" Meanwhile, they've been getting things like The Last Shift, Oof. fucking Wars on Bathroom Walls, which isn't a bad movie, but you you know what I mean. Like That's they're getting these, they're getting these like low, I don't want to say low budget, but these low films, and not, like if they were released alongside a lot of these major releases, wouldn't be getting nearly as much traction. And now it's like. We're getting movie releases back. Like, Black Widow's in fucking three weeks. Like, No. No, it's in it was, June. It was it's June. Yeah, it's supposed but... to be. But we got, like, Mortal Kombat coming out. We got... Like, so hyper Mortal Kombat. so many movies in the next, like, month that is just, like... Actually, speaking movie, of... The which, movie theater's gonna be popping. Mortal Kombat have to come out by the time you guys listen to this, but I'm so hyped for that. Yeah, it comes out this Friday that we're recording. Yeah. And I'm, I'm watching that when it comes out. I might not watch it in theaters, because, you know, I'm not... I'm, I'm like whatever about it. I'm I not just, like I'm not bro, like on the edge of my seat. Like oh shit, Mortal Kombat. But I'm like I'm just I, I gotta get my ass back in the theater. It's been like a month. Well, wait. Well, when did Godzilla vs Kong come out? I'll, I'll see with my wife. We might we might end up seeing it in theaters. It depends. Um, Otherwise, so, I'm just gonna sit at home and fucking watch speaking it. Speaking of fun stuff, it, more Marvel Shang Chi trailer. Uh, if you oh. guys are excited for Shang Chi, I mean, or well, Marvel in general, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings comes out in September. Uh, this the trailer just dropped for it, Bryce. I'm gonna get your thoughts on it. I wasn't impressed, and you know, I know I, you okay. Were. So here's here's my here's here, I think this is where I'm coming from. I just spent a whole year without Marvel films. If this trailer had dropped like December of 2019, like already during the dry spell for me, where it's like Far From Home was the last one released, no Marvel films slated it until fucking March, which that's a long time to wait when you think about a Marvel at the time. And now it's been over a year, and I'm just like. Whatever. I haven't seen Black Widow yet. I don't care. <laughs> like the hype isn't there for me because the MCU hasn't restarted. There's there's zero build up for me. There's no like what's gonna happen. It's just like cool. I got WandaVision and like five episodes of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I really I'm like, I'm not hyped for this yet. Like I haven't had a movie release in a year and a half except the New Mutants. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> like Ooh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. 
No, I mean, uh, okay. As far as the, I'm gonna start as far as the like the, the base trailer goes, I'm not. It was entertaining. It's not. It like reminded it, me it, a lot of Ray and the Last Dragon. Some of the scenes in it. I don't know about that, but I, I, I would say that, the, the, since it's the real Mandarin, I'm so fucking hyped. But now I know that I, I, we all know it's the Ten Rings, right? It's in the fucking title, right? How is Tony Stark gonna come into this? Because you know he's gonna, you know, you because they're the ones that kidnapped him in Iron Man. You know it's gonna get brought up. Oh, just oh, I was just gonna say his name. Yeah, we probably will. They're gonna but, be like in 2008 when we kidnapped Tony Stark. I'm like, fucking shit, god damn it, Tony again. Now, uh, but every okay, so, every movie in Phase Four is gonna be somehow Tony's fault. Oh my god, I mean, probably. Uh, but the reason I'm super excited for this first is because Simu Liu, uh, the guy that plays Shang Chi. He plays a uh, character named Jung in uh, Kim's Convenience, a, a cool sitcom, Canadian um, Asian sitcom, which is pretty awesome. I like that a lot. Er, sorry, uh, Korean. Yeah, it was Korean. And then there was Aquafina in it. And then Aquafina, which I love Aquafina. I like Aquafina. I just felt like her character, like, she only got two lines in this trailer when they were, who are you? And I mean, I was she, was, like, she was in the whole, basically <laughs> the whole trailer first, though. She was in the whole trailer, like, from the beginning all the way throughout the Yeah, end, but she only had two lines, face. and then, I, then it gets me confused, because you see the flashback scenes where he's, like, doing his own shit, right? And she's there. But then you see her on the train, and she's like, who are you? And I was like... No, what, she was saying, who f- are you? Because I, don't, I think she was friends with him, and he just he just did, like, some martial okay, arts but she's never seen. Who, who does... Go, like, Mitchell, you do some kickflips right now, and I'm going to be like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> Bro, you, would, like, you would, though. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, when the Bro. fuck do you learn that? I want to be like, who are you? Like, what? Like what do you mean? Who are you? Like you just saw you, you just saw you chilling okay, with him in the convenience fair. store and shit, and doing him friends, and then you're like on the bus. You're like, who the hell are you? It's like, well, you're still you're my friend. Like, like I'm sorry, I didn't know I could do a fucking backflip and a fucking subway. My bad. Okay, fair. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay, I get your I get your point on that. Okay, but no, still, did, did, you, just did you see the surprise cameo in the trailer though? On uh-huh. the on the bus, remember uh-huh. the guy in Spider-Man, for, in Spider-Man in, uh, Homecoming who's like, do a flip. Was that he in that? He was in the bus. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't know that. <laughs> I was, I was on hey, Spider Man, do a flip. I was on TikTok, and this guy's like, "No one's talking about the most important cameo in this Chang Chi trailer." I was like, "What the? Who did I fucking miss?" And it was like that guy right there, and it's, it's straight, it's straight up the same fucking dude. And I was like, "Why?" <laughs> like, Connected. Out of, out of everybody you could pick to be a cameo, you're like, "That guy's gonna be the new Stan Lee cameo." <laughs> oh my god. Lots of fun though, lots of fun. <laughs> Obviously, we, we need to get a little bit more hype going for Marvel again before we. Yeah, get that's super my into that's this. my problem. I, like, I'll probably more, be more excited once I get Black Widow and they start introducing like that Contessa woman, which we didn't talk about. Oh right, right. We yeah, didn't the, talk the about surprise that. cameo was someone named Contessa, who apparently is Madame Hydra in the comics, and was supposed She's to make her dope. debut in Black Widow. She's dope. I thought she was cool. In that I, just, I was like, fuck. She's kind of intimidating. Like, she like the Nick Fury of the Hydra. Like, the like, fuck. <laughs> I'll follow you wherever you want, Madame. Like, let's go. <laughs> but um. She was supposed to make her debut in Black Widow, so I'm sure like once Black Widow comes out and like shit starts getting more intertwined with like Taskmaster and all this other shit, and we get more into like the movie side. Once once I see Black Widow in theaters, I'm all for Shang Chi. I will I will be all over. I'll be like, let's fucking go Shang Chi yeah. September. Let's go, man. But until then, I'm like, I haven't seen a movie since July of 2019 in the MCU. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm not hyped. I got one. I got nothing out of this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw it and I was like, "Yep, this is a Marvel film. Let's go." I mean, I'm just ready. Let's speak, just give it to speaking me. of oh. Marvel, speaking of Marvel, um, they released a trailer for Modok. Oh, you sent me that, and I was like, "I hate this." Is my least favorite character in every single iteration of any comic yeah. book thing yeah, ever. But, I hate okay, him. okay, but like, Not have you have you seen Harley Quinn? Like the HBO Harley. I like that show. That's yeah. kind of what this reminded me of. I know, and I'm like, no. I, it's Marvel, and Iron Man shoots him in the he- back of the head in the trailer, and he's like. Iron Man, he's like, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shoot you in the back of the head. I was trying to literally aim for any other part of your body. God. Well, there isn't. <laughs> he's just a giant funny head. <laughs> I'm so fucking... Like, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to watch it, but like, I'll, I'm going to probably check out the first episode because it kind of reminds me like Rick and Morty meets Harley Quinn. Okay. And so I'm like, I'm interested, but I'm like... You guys canceled the Ghost Rider TV show for Modoc to be the only one left. Like, yeah, I man. would have seen Robbie Reyes fucking driving his car around fucking Los Angeles any other day of the week, and I would have been fucking excited as fuck. But you kept Modoc, the anime nah. Modoc, and I'm pretty sure I might be wrong, but there was like a Howard the Duck show coming in that might have canceled that. But if that gets if that gets released and fucking like Ghost Rider got canceled, I'm done. I'm not like flip a fucking table. <laughs> you should, you should. I mean, they shouldn't. Yeah, I'm like. Robbie Reyes was like the only reason I watched Agents of Shield, and his show got canceled after two we- after like two months of it being announced. But they kept Modoc. <laughs> but I'm um, uh, no, pretty sure Kevin Feige was like, "Yeah, that that shit's not gonna be in the MCU anymore." And they're like, "But we already greenlit it." They're like, "Get rid of it." Just, Just get it. rid of it. <laughs> like, well, what about Modoc? No, it is an animated show that doesn't need to be in the MCU. It's chill. You can keep Modoc and Howard the Duck, but you can't have any more live action. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, so if you guys like Mad Max, uh, the Furiosa prequel, Chris Hemsworth just joined that. What about my dude? Well, who, what about what? Tom Hardy? Oh, oh no, he's not going to be in this. I know. I just, like, who the fuck is Chris Hemsworth going to play in Mad Max? <laughs> I mean, it's really not a Mad Max. It's a Furiosa. It's a prequel called Furiosa. So well, you I know, know that, but if he's not, like, the bad guy, like, riding around in a giant car with fucking speakers and shit everywhere, I'm not going to be happy with it. Like, if he's going he's gonna to be, like, the hero love interest, and I'm going to be like, Furiosa don't need no man. She fucking cut your dick off. Like, <laughs> you don't need you. <laughs> I don't know, but Chris Hemsworth, good talent, good this, guy. This good is one of those though. movies because I liked Mad Max Fury Road, but if Furiosa does not need a love interest, and if he's a love interest, I'm gonna hate it because like Furiosa is a strong, independent woman that needs no goddamn man, and she can hold this movie on her own. She does not need a love interest. Yeah, I don't know what he's gonna be played, but I mean, it'll be interesting to find out. <laughs> better, better not be a love interest. I'll be mad. I'll uh, be, I'll I be like, not. you show, you show, you shoehorning that shit in is not needed. You do not need Furiosa to have a love interest. Exactly. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna see if they t- said anything about it. You can you can go on to the next thing. Uh, so Michael <laughs> Keaton was confirmed to be in the Flash. The and speaking of the Flash with um, Ezra Miller, it actually started production. <laughs> yeah, when Shang Chi guys trailer dropped, they're like, "Oh, by the way, guys, they did. the Flash." Yeah, Shang Chi <laughs> trailer dropped. An hour later, the Flash was like, "Hey guys, we started production." Just just so you guys know, the Flash actually got in production. And then the next day, they were like, "Hey, yo, Michael Keaton is Batman. Yeah, he's coming back. He's coming back to play Batman in in the Flash." So. Fun stuff. Uh, I mean, I think it's cool just to see like that they're bringing in more multiverse. It's so weird to see how each of the like Anya Taylor Joy, you know the uh, magic from New yeah. Mutants. She's gonna be in. She's curious too. How dare you refer her to that? She's Queen's Gambit or I've seen Queen's Gambit, so that doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> horrible. You should see that. It's a good film or good, good, good stuff. Apparently, the Australian, Australian. I was gonna say the Australias, the Australian government or Australian people think that Furious is gonna be the biggest film ever made there. It is because it, uh, it's. I don't know. They got tax credits and stuff like that. It was pretty, or, and this was kind of cool. But um, so Michael Keaton joined. But it's weird to see how they're doing the multiverse oh, in DC. So, t- and, your, and your trailer, Joey is taking over for Charlie. He's a uh, Darren. That's Furiosa. I think, yeah, I think so. I don't really like that. Furiosa. I don't. I, I, I like. That makes me a little bit uncomfortable because now I'm kind of like, I don't know if I'm gonna like it because like maybe she doesn't need a love interest now. I don't fucking know. Like, you know, go Mad ahead Max... if it's gonna be that far back. She can have one. She's not. She's not built yet. She doesn't know what she's doing. Mad Max is like on the bottom of my list as far as interest of, of 
Oh, the like, fr- I've only seen the first in Fury Road. And Fury, if anything, if it's like Fury Road, I'm gonna be fucking down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I've only seen Fury Road actually. So I, the newer, the newer one. Yeah, as as long already. as it's Fury, as long as it's like the action, like Fury Road, and just like wacky shit, I'm 100 percent down. Yeah. Anyway, talking about so multiverse, Michael Keaton, The Flash, all that. It's just crazy to see that they're doing the multiverse in D- DC and in Marvel at the same time. I just want to think that Michael Keaton was like the second to last person they were they were gonna choose to be Batman again. They were no, like, but they're like Christian Bale, please. He's like, nah, bro, I'm done. He's like, fuck. But no, uh, but, but they said that they're bringing they they're they're in talks with Christian Bale and they're in talks with Ben Affleck and they're in talks with uh, maybe even Robert Pattinson to come in. It's like it's like a multiverse thing. They're, they might even have them in there. I could just I just like all their like I don't want to say all there, but like the biggest thing that's gonna happen from them making the multiverse in movies. Is the older movies are going to get more traction from younger audiences? Yeah, because like, yeah, you're right. I, you didn't see the you didn't see Michael Keaton's Batman until this, until this year. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it, but but you know, but you know, like you didn't see it. True. Meanwhile, yeah. for me, I grew up with it, so like to see like this film and like all the other Batman films possibly getting more traction because they're like, let's bring it in for like the older audiences to have something to grab onto while watching these newer DC films, and then kids are going to watch this and be like, who the fuck is that? And their parents are going to be like, you don't know who that is. That's my Batman, and then I'm they're gonna go home and be like, be like, we're gonna watch Batman," and the kids are gonna be like, they're introducing people to new shit. Exactly, and I'm like, I'm so fucking down with that because you know it, it validates everybody's opinion now by having these... they're like, there is no best one. Every single one's important. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you thought Andrew Garfield sucked as Spider Man, but now he's important. <laughs> so uh, the the Arcalisi herself, the breaker of chains. Um, <sighs> I wanted to name off all the things she is, but I forgot from that's a lot. So don't worry about it. I know. I, I, I <laughs> up, so, but Amelia Clark, um, she's gonna she joins Secret Evasion. That's the Marvel's um, Nick Fury show, basically. What we'll call it. It's the How much more bad than uh, Madame Hydra is gonna be in Secret Evasion because apparently that's a big part of her character in that is, is that story. Yo, line. what if Amelia Clark is like her? I don't know. I think I like Amelia Clark. It's kind of like evil. It's cool. But anyway, it's just it's just, just cool. They added talent. That's pretty much the main thing. I'm just excited because like all these shows are starting to come together, but like at the same time they keep announcing more shit, and I'm like, we haven't got anything you've promised us yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you keep making more stuff, but I'm not getting any of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Just give me some content, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk. I'll so. be chill with whatever you want. Just give me something. Like just give me something. And then they're like, it's trickling down. It's trickling. Like, Wandavision, and I'm like, ah, right, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, what's next? Fuck on the Winter Soldier. What's next? You're not getting shit until like, like June. Yeah, just wait a month <laughs> or two and you get Loki. And then... you, know, you have some making of features. You know, some making of features. Here, here you go and you're like, I thought Black Widow. They're like, nah, we waiting on that. You gotta wait another month. Like, but we were supposed to have Black Widow have time to chill off from Black Widow, then go to Loki, and then go to Shang Chi, and then go to more film, and then go to like, no, no, you gotta wait a month. You gotta chill. Re- <laughs> rewatch chill. everything. Like, you like breathe, but son, breathe. <laughs> I, just, I just want movies so well with that down we're gonna venture on to some of our weekly movie watches uh bryce is what kind of films did you watch this week that you want to touch on i watched a lot of movies you did i did i think um i don't i would say like 24 of them don't, i don't count as movies i'm gonna just talk about this because i'm probably gonna upset some people if they know who he is and they like it uh stan brackage is a director that died like 10 years ago or whatever but his films are terrible i hate them. Oh, are these the, the little colors that you were showing me yeah the little light things I uh, I finally got to his number in the Criterion Collection, and I fucking hated every single minute of my day. Because I watched four hours yeah, of me, colors. You sent me one of them, and I watched it, and I was like, this is... I mean, okay, 
it was like not it's not a film it's it, nowhere even close man though so I, if you're out there thinking that's a film like I, it's literally two minutes stop. of just flashes on colors and all i could think about was like man epilepsy warning am i right i mean it was very i mean it was still it was still still like um fun to watch i mean like as far as just like if you sat down and watched one of them it's just like it's it's like it's not bad but i watched gentle on the eyes. four hours straight of just fucking flashing on a nah. tv screen and i was like i don't fucking care <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like Rorschach chest, or Rorschach, Rorschach chest. The war, the mask and shit. Yeah, dude, it's whack. I didn't like yeah. it. Um, I will, I will start off. I'm going through my diary because I watched like 30 films last week. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, so um, after we watched Castaway last week, I watched. Uh, I'm just, I'm just gonna bring. I watched the I Am Curious box set. Fuck those movies. They're horrible. I hated them. And moving on, <laughs> I rewatched Mank. Half star better. Still don't like it. Two and a half stars. We're not gonna get into that. You can listen to one of the podcasts like ten episodes ago or something like that. <laughs> like it's it's back there, but we we already talked about it. It's still bad. Um, I watched Wolf Walkers. That shit was amazing. My wife cried for the whole damn runtime almost. Jesus, <laughs> it's all. I think it's gonna win best anime picture. But it doesn't make me mad. Uh, Promising Young Woman. That was good as I remember it. I mean, not as good because like I knew it was happening, but like ending still solid as fuck. Bitter <laughs> um, dumb. Watch those a bunch of shitty fucking brackage movies. Fuck them all. They all terrible. Um, goddamn. I watched a uh, Akira Kurosawa film called Throne of Blood. That movie's fucking awesome. Oh, that was Kurosawa. So what can you expect? It was just dope ass samurai shit. I love Kurosawa. Like, fucking awesome. You know, okay. <laughs> before, wait, before you jump, I, I do want to say out of all the films that you made me watch, and Seven Samurai is one that I like, an older film that I've actually appreciated, and I, I do like Kurosawa a lot. Dude, this shit's dope as fuck. I can't even remember what the story was. I think it's like Macbeth or something like that. Like, yeah, the Shakespeare story of Macbeth, and it's like a samurai twist on Macbeth. That's dope. And this shit was awesome. Like, I was like, this is so fucking good. That's one of the, <laughs> the directors that I, I've been meaning to watch more of because I really like because he, he has Yojimbo, right? That's his. Yeah, Yojimbo, Sanjuro. I mean, he's just a solid director, solid movie. I really like Throne of Blood. If you want, if you like Kurosawa films, you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. I'd Honestly, really if, even if you it. haven't, and I know this just sounds weird and Kurosawa, and it probably does sound if if you don't watch films a lot, it won't make sense. But start watching, and I know it's gonna be long, but carve out, you know, a, a carve out like four hours yeah, to watch Seven hours. Samurai. I know it sounds like a lot, but you're gonna be like, you're gonna enjoy it. Seven Samurai, I think it's on HBO Max if you have that. It is actually. Uh, so yeah, I, w- I watched that, and I watched these Dwanell box set. Uh, it's a continuation of this film I watched like a year ago called 400 Blows. Pretty solid. Last one was like 90% flashbacks, and that fucking sucked, but it was it was good to watch. I liked all I liked the four I watched. Uh, I watched a movie called Jubilee. Fuck that movie. It's horrible. Punk movements with like Queen of England time traveling. It's fucking weird. I didn't like it. It sucked ass. And uh, then we're gonna go into. I'm, I'm just gonna talk about. Uh, Sorry, I'm sorry. sorry, I got a lot. I was laughing because like you, were gonna, you we go through all yours, and I was like, <laughs> um, I, w- I watched this movie called Kizopolis. Um, my wife spent the entire time going, "I get it," and she don't get it. The mid shit is fucking whack. It has no fucking no no reason what it says. Nothing. Just a weird fucking movie. Okay, fun watch though. Uh, and then I watched a new movie. Uh, it's called Voyagers. I don't know if you guys heard of that. It came out this year. Um, Lord of the Flies in space. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it. Once you, I was like, I didn't know you were talking about when you said this. I was like, is this in theaters? And you said, yeah. And I was like, what? And I went and looked at the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is why I didn't know about it. Yeah, it um, God, it has the guy who played Cyclops in the X Men new ones. Okay, yeah, like I, a young, I, I, young Cyclops. I the, the and it's like person. these kids are bred to go into space for eighty-seven years because that's how long it takes to do a journey. They have to reproduce on the ship and stuff. And like they take this drug that like 
dulls their like senses and shit. The blue water. Yeah, so that way they're not horny as fuck up there because you know they're people on a ship. They don't want to have like a fuck ton of kids running around when they're in limited amount of food and shit. Right. <laughs> and they stop taking it. <laughs> And they fuck. And they, they start fucking, and it sounds like Lord of the Flies. If you, like, you've seen Lord of the Flies. You know what yeah. I mean. It literally has a scene in it where the guy's like, I am stronger. I will protect you from the alien. Because he there starts aliens? telling... No, there's no fucking aliens. I'm out. <laughs> like, straight up, he makes the alien up to, like, try to scare people. And I was like, this is fucking Lord of the Flies. <laughs> it is. Wow. <laughs> and then, like, people start getting killed. I will say, the way they, they, they end the film... The the very ending sucks, but the way they like what the way they resolve the conflict, I fucking I was like kind of happy with it. It's pretty dope. Okay, I won't spoil it because you know new movie, but like it's pretty fucking dope. I was I could see it coming, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Like I like it. I don't know. That's fair. Yeah, it was uh, it's pretty it's pretty all right. Um, I mean, it was good for like over half the movie, and then it just started turning Lord of the Flies, and I was like, oh my god, I just want this to end. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I've seen Lord of the Flies like twice, so I like Lord of the Flies, but I'm like, well, you just know what's yeah, you're yeah. Just I'm like, story. it's just fucking Lord of the Flies. Like they go to the they go to a dark room and they're like, the aliens in there, ah, he's on the ship. Like and the I was cave. Like, yeah, I was like, this is Lord of the fucking flies. Like that's this is what uh, this is, bro. Uh, one review I saw uh, called it Among Us, but horny. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, it's funny, but it's sad. <laughs> But yeah, I um I also had a great milestone. I'm just gonna brag. I know Mitchell doesn't care. Uh, I've now seen the first 200 titles in the Criterion Collection. I'm just gonna pat myself <laughs> on the shoulder right now. Good job, Bryce. It's been a year. You did good. You watched the fourth of the collection. GG. <laughs> I just thought you look at me like I know Mitchell doesn't care. <laughs> I'm just proud of myself. That's good. I'm glad. I suffered through some shitty films, but I made it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, now like, we get to watch Richard the Third, but you know the guy who made Hamlet. <laughs> oh, have fun with that man. Huh? It's all you. <laughs> I'm just gonna wait for our best picture night. So I'm gonna be like, surprise! <laughs> We're watching Richard the Third. <laughs> just be like, and I'm out. <laughs> People be like, I'm leaving. If it's anything like Hamlet, I'm like, it's the same guy. <laughs> no, that movie was ass. Anyway, Mitchell, what'd you watch? Oh, I only watched one film. I watched John Wick. <laughs> They're like I watched thirty films. I got this. I got this. I got this. I watched John Wick. I got. I went. I watched Bing Bing. No, I mean, I just. I don't know. I was just kind of like. I've been wanting to watch John Wick again for a while because it's just been a minute, and uh, I just. I just threw it on for fun. So, John Wick, awesome look, as always. Look, you know, look, three, um, three hours for Richard the Third. Three hours, for Richard the Third sounds about right. Doesn't it though? For this, I'm sorry. I, I we really hate Lawrence Olivier's. Shakespeare shit. <laughs> yeah, that's Hamlet was just not good. It was honestly it was just like it was pissed Henry the off. Fifth. I was drunk off my ass and I still hated it. <laughs> you, wait, okay. Here's the thing about being drunk off your ass though: like, you don't even know what's going on. So like the fact that you still hate a film after you don't know what's going on, like that's horrible. I know. I was like, thing is, I I remember like my eyes didn't leave the screen and I was just sitting there going like, this is fucking awful, like awful, like I'm, it's awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking drunk off my ass, it's like over a whole, like I think I almost drank a whole bottle and I was just fucking over there like drunk off my ass watching this and I was You're like, you gonna get somebody messaging and being like, well, if you were drunk, how are you supposed to watch it? You don't know. You need to watch it again. No, man. Bitch, have you watched it? Because <laughs> we well, we watched no. Hamlet sober and everyone hated it, so I think this guy just sucked at making it like. He was alright in Rebecca, but this motherfucker sucked at Shakespeare adaptions. We almost canceled all future movie nights because of Hamlet. No, I'm just kidding. Hamlet was so bad. <laughs> we're never doing this again. Oh, we're all canceling all films. 
I need to, um, I need to finish the John Wick trilogy with Jada. I tried watching Spider Man. I know you tried. I you sent me I the, you sent me the clip of him walking, and I was like again, and you're like always, always, <laughs> always. Man, I love Spider Man. It's just like my feel good movie. I just turn it on when I want to feel good. I haven't seen that movie in like four years. You haven't seen Spider Man in four years? I watch it like every year. I know. I watch it once every year, maybe even more than that. I don't get it. I'm like, I watch movie once, and I'm like, that's good for like decades. It's like my first mem- my first memory of film. That's why. It's like those Spider Man films are my first memories of film, and that's kind of why it just com- it just it's like a comfort zone for me. Um. Anyways, so that was all we watched for this week. But with that down, let's move on to our film verse feature. Each week, we pick a movie that we want the other person to see, and this week, I chose uh, one of my favorite films from the, the past, 1980s romance film, Can't Buy Me Love. Bryce, what it's, did a, it's a lie, by the way. You totally can buy love, apparently. Actually, yeah. I mean, with, well, the whole point is you should well, I You actually, shouldn't, but you can, and somehow it works. Can't buy me love. You know what? You're right. I mean, it works, but somehow- It worked out it. for him. What do you think, Bryce? That was all right. I mean, like, I don't know. It's- Reminded me a lot of the Breakfast Club kind of shit, where it's like a typical, I don't want to say typical, but you know, it's a teenage romantic comedy. Uh, it has some pretty good moments. Um, Seth Green is in this, for anyone that oh God, anyone yeah. that knows about that. Uh, he's like 11, and all I can think about the entire time is that 11-year-old Made in fucking 18 years was, or not even 18, because like this movie came out in 1985. <laughs> he was 11, so he's born in 1974. Bailey Guy came out in 1999. <laughs> So he was 25 fucking years old. Wow, smooth. And ended up making Robot Chicken, becoming the voice of Chris Griffin, all this other shit. And I'm looking at this little kid going, this motherfucker's going to be more successful than I am in less than a decade. <laughs> I love that. That's <laughs> all that went through my head. Like, most of the I just saw his little face just show up on the screen. I'm like, fuck you, kid. Like, <laughs> successful motherfucker. That's funny. Um, it on it didn't hold up as much as what I thought. I mean, it just not not like a lot, but it, it just feels very um. I don't know. It's just it loses. It's losing a bit of its charm from when I was a kid. I don't know why. You know, I watched some '80s films, and I kind of feel that too. There's just like there's like a certain like some of them hold up really fucking good, like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Back to the Future, Back to the Future, and it's some of them. It's like after after like 20 years, you're like. The shit's not funny anymore. <laughs> I feel like it'd be really good if they remade this with like today's modern context. All the smartphone shit would be in it though. You would have people trash talking him on Facebook as like a pivotal part of the scene. He's like in his room after like getting re- like after getting blasted at the party, and like he'd be going through Facebook and everyone would be like commenting like "fuck you, fuck you, Ronnie, fuck you, liar," and he'd just be in there like <gasps> social pariah. <laughs> You know what would happen. No, I know, but I'm just social saying, media would be playing a huge part if they remade that. No, I know it would be, and it would there's be. Like, I just it would be interesting to see though. There's like a certain charm '80s films have because you know it's before like the rise of like a lot of technology. Yeah, exactly. but like but they, still, sto- the stories are so grounded, but they're still so like relevant to today. Exactly. But at the same time, you're like, if you remade this today, it probably wouldn't make have the same charm. Right. No, I mean it's different, right? But I'm saying I think just the concept of of being able, just like buying into the popular group or in some sort I mean, of yeah that's still that still sits in today like there's yeah. still kids doing that right i mean i feel like that could be even it, it could be, it could be explored today with some with a new twist on it to make it cool you know that uh this is just a fun thing i learned it really has nothing to do with it it's just to do with it but back to the future if they remade back to the future today and he went back in time he'd only be going back to the 90s <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> no it's the same time period don't 30, you 30 years in the past would be 1990. I'm turning 24 soon. I don't like it. Okay. I just I just found that kind of crazy. I was like, 
Damn. We're getting old. <laughs> well, Bryce, what uh, film are we going to watch next? What f- film are we going to watch next week? Uh, the Muppet movie. Fuck you. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. I already told you. Uh, we're going to be watching Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Oh, my God. Saving Private Ryan. Bryce, you can fucking talk. That's like me. I just slippity dippity Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I you know I know you haven't seen it, and nope. it is an amazing war film. And I watched it last time I saw it. I was sixteen, so I'm kind of wow. interested to like. The reason I okay, so the reason I offered to watch it at my house is because I, I want to watch it in 4K and like my sound and everything. No, yeah, we're, I'm good with that. I don't and care. I was just like, I don't, I don't care. I can, we, I bring the shit. We can do the podcast at your place. That'd be exciting. But so. yeah, it, um, saving, saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so down. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It really fits because I just started watching Band of Brothers too, and like, oh yeah, it's made by the it's made by um, is it Steven Spielberg? Yep, yep yeah, that's right. And he's one of the directors and and like creators in Band of Brothers, along with Tom Hanks. So the shit's like very similar, and it just kind of like it makes me kind of like have chills. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> Isn't Saving Private Ryan the one with that one scene where it's like guts hanging out, and that's the beginning scene, right? They had the beginning scene is D Day, D Day, right? Because they did that Which sausage is, party. Yeah, 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 and then uh, I think they had World War II vets go to see the scene in D-Day, and they were in tears because what? it was so realistic. I'm so excited, bro. I'm, it's I'm it's such a it. good film. There's like when we watch it, there's one scene in particular that has always stuck with me, and it just has always it's like burned itself into my mind. And like when we're watching it, I'm be like, that's the fucking scene because it's just like even re- like right now I'm thinking about it and I'm like it still fucking gives me chills. Like it just like fucks me up. I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> let's go. I'm so excited. All right, guys. Well, until next week, uh, thank you guys for joining us as we talk a slew of movie news, uh, Can't Buy Me Love, and various pieces of content we watch throughout the week. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. If you want to keep up with our activities outside the airwaves, you can stalk us on Instagram at Into the Filmverse Podcast. Bryce, where can people follow you and your wonderful adventures? You can find me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews. There you can like get constantly updated by my movie shit like every other hour. Um, and then you can follow me on Instagram at Pain Love Cinema and Twitter at uh, Sanguine Films. And if you want to stay connected with moi, you can find uh, simply follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews. And I remember Mitch and Mitchell is spelled with a Y, so that's M-Y-T-C-H-E-L. Can I just say, I actually made this sure. entire podcast without forgetting my cues. You did, I know, it was, it was nice. I noticed gang, that. I was gang, like, gang, go Bryce! <laughs> Let's be excited about that, I know, right? <laughs> well, that is all for this week, our fellow cinephiles, and until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!